I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! Whether he's a scruffy-looking nerf herder, the man with the hat, or the president of the United States, Harrison Ford is one of the biggest movie stars of all time. So laugh it up, fuzzball. Prepare to meet Kali in hell as our fact hunter Neil gives us 10 fast facts about Harrison Ford. Before becoming an actor, Ford was a carpenter. He still practices his trade to this day, more so now as a hobby. Ford almost appeared in Jurassic Park. He turned down the role of Dr. Alan Grant. That role subsequently went to Sam Neill. Ford has been the star in four out of ten of the biggest blockbusters ever produced. Harrison Ford holds the rank of Life Scout in the Boy Scouts of America. Kevin Costner was originally set to appear in Air Force One. Ford replaced him. There is a species of ant named after Ford in recognition of the conservation work he has carried out over the many years. By the 1990s, Harrison Ford was earning 20 plus million dollars a film and 15% of the box office. Ford used to go by the name Harrison J. Ford. In order to not be confused with the silent screen actor, he dropped the J when the actor died. Ford wasn't the original choice for Indiana Jones. That was Tom Selleck, who couldn't do it due to being contracted to do the TV series Magnum P.I. Early on in his career, a film executive told Harrison Ford he would never make it in the film business. And that's the top 10 facts, Neil? That is. That Thank is you. the top 10 facts. Right, let's introduce our guest, ladies and gentlemen, all the way live from San Antonio, Texas. It's Skype, a flows for you, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, and a little baby as well. <laughs> and what, what's the little baby's name? Her name's Peyton. Ah, oh, hello, Peyton. Aww. Having a lovely uh, bottle of milk there. Look at that. I mean, that looks, uh, she's like living in heaven. Oh, beautiful. Um, how are you doing, sir? How's everything going with you? Man, I'm good. I just finished going to the movies. Took my they have this uh, thing here during like at twelve o'clock on 
Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they got like a dollar movie. So we went and watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, me and the me and the me and the four year old and the baby. She did good though. She didn't cry. She just slapped in my face and kicked me most of the time. <laughs> Is that because she didn't like the movie? Or? No, no, that's her. That's her normal life. The amount of movies that she watches with me. I mean, I'll I'll I can go through. Uh, here's an example. I watched three Harrison Ford movies in the last day. So you wow. Know, Wow. Um, so I mean, I I have the time. It's if either I'm feeding her or I'm doing something else, but I'll just have something on as I'm working. So, um, but yeah, well, we we watch way too many movies. So, and so, what was your what was your review of Sonic the Hedgehog then? Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was funny. I'm glad they switched him up because he was scary before they changed the uh, mm. the CGI. Um, but I thought uh, again, again, a lot of these, I mean, everybody was favorable to this one. We just watched Space Jam too. Um, and, uh, but I think people always are like, yo, this isn't awesome. And I'm like, it's for kids, dude, just move on. Like, who cares? Uh, Sonic does silly kid things. And it's funny. My son, like the entire half of the movie just started running like Sonic and then, <laughs> fall, and then falling on the ground. And then one of the, one of the kids beside me was like, is he going to watch the movie? And I go, that's how he watches all movies. Like, this stuff. <laughs> and the mom just laughed like, like yeah. Yeah, the one thing that uh, that that I've noticed from when I've been to America and gone and seen a film in America is that American audiences are a lot different to British audiences. American audiences are a lot less reserved when it comes to reacting to movies. Is that the same for even for like kids' movies like Sonic? Do the oh, kids yeah. go wild all the time? Uh, not all the time. I mean, again, my kid is like me, so he's different. Right. Uh, my kid, my kid will be like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> Sonic, don't run, Sonic. And then <laughs> all the moments the dads and by beside me are like, yo, bro, stop him. And I'm like, yeah, this is gonna happen the entire hour, hour and a half, guys. Hey, you can't have the microphone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, no, he's he uh, no, and the thing is his dad, I am also a very loud movie watcher, so like I don't watch so uh, one of the movies didn't make it on the list because I don't do scary movies, right? Um and so because I emotionally get involved with the characters, and so I'll just like yell at them. They're like, no. <laughs> and uh, I mean, for like five years in a row, one of my best friends, that's what he would do for my birthday. He'd take me out to dinner and take me to a scary movie just for his entertainment, not because I wanted to watch it. Right. Just he, he loved the idea of just watching me freak out for two hours. So <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I assume I in gen generally or more. Or, or louder than most people, but in general, yeah, uh, that's a normal thing. Like, that's why I go to the movies, is for everybody to react. Um, it's, so, it's so much better than sitting at your house, you know? Yeah. I want yeah. everybody freak out and laugh. And, you know, I'm usually the guy that makes you laugh because I laugh at everything. So I, I try to find everything funny as possible. So it's the one yeah. thing when you go and see a good movie in in england definitely and you want a reaction from the crowd and you're sort of it's the same as if you go to a, a, a live music gig and nobody's standing up you mm. want to be you don't want to be the first person to stand up you don't want to be the first person to react but you just uh, you want to cry and and oh, englanders are so reserved it's it's crazy so funny. too reserved too reserved That's funny. Yeah, yeah i you would then want to come to the movies with me because you'd be like yes I, I want to because you wouldn't feel bad about it because you're right beside me acting like a per a fool so you'd be like exactly. well i'm already here with him might as well enjoy yeah, myself exactly i watched the the reaction videos of like avengers endgame 
and you hear how the crowd are just going crazy and it's it's one of those kind of experiences you really wish you could have you know yeah well i yeah. can't believe that that's not a thing like that makes me sad inside that you're not able to enjoy it like i enjoy it but i mean yeah. here's the truth right now we're doing with the same thing because nobody's at the movies no that's you know true that yeah. is true that, the only one I've, I've been to that had a reaction was the a quiet place because the reaction was to be quiet and so the, <laughs> the, and so britons they loved that because they didn't have to do anything but they could just react to the movie the way you needed to for the movie oh that's funny yeah. how, how is it nowadays um, with the american audiences and the cell phones um during on the phone or yeah in, as uh, in one a movie do they start texting and facebook flicking so so the kids movies are totally different than the regular going to the theater kids movies i expect i you know all moms and dads sorry all moms and me are on their phones <laughs> <laughs> are on their phones uh playing because they care less about this movie and it's and because now they all almost every theater in america has recliners so you got your little lazy boy in each each one so uh you don't it doesn't feel and everybody has a barrier at least the one we go to so it's like i'm not bothering anybody with my phone but my favorite movie theater to go to in um in texas well in america is is uh alamo draft house have you heard of this place yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and so they are super strict about cell phone use and i love that like mm. they'll kick you out if your phone's even on um and you're looking at it so it's like uh you get one warning and then you're out so uh uh, yeah, no, I always dislike that. If 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 I paid ten dollars to go to something, I definitely want to be paying attention. But yeah, for a while there it was rough, but uh, then now it's kind of not an issue. But it, again, I just go to theaters that enforce the rules, so I don't have to worry mm. about it. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. Enough. Um, we were, oh, any place I can, any place I can get a calzone, I'm all about. So <laughs> and, and refillable and refillable drinks. That's what I'm talking about. And then that's heaven. That's heaven, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter what movie is playing. You just go for that. It's it's 100 true. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, flows for you a little bit later on, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, of course. We, let's get on with our top ten. So, um, talking personally. Um, for me, Harrison Ford is is probably the most probably the most important actor of my generation of my lifetime. I think um, I've never said he's a, a a great actor, but he's a great movie star. Mm. That's the way I look at Harrison Ford. How, how do you guys? Um, Skype. What about you? Yeah, no, I think of him like if we're gonna compare him to somebody to this day, it'd be The Rock, right? Somebody yeah. that's like, that is just there, you're seeing them, you don't care if they do anything different than they normally do because you love what they do. And I think he does that so well. And there are some movies where he shows range, but in general, I don't go to see Harrison Ford movies for his range. I go for that handsome gaze and uh, his awesome gruff. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. And as uh, long as he has that in his movies, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, what about you, Neil? He well, he, he reminds me of the, the golden age of cinema. You know, it's sort of like your Humphrey Bogart. He's he's a great movie star, like you said, with the gruff. He's he, you know the looks. He still looks good now, doesn't he? Was he creeping up to eighty while he's filming the new Indiana Jones? And he's just probably one of the last great movie stars. What you define as a movie star? I think there's not many of you. You know, you say The Rock. But I don't know whether he's going to be go down as a, as a an yeah, all time great. 
I, the Rock's not getting a, a Oscar nomination. I'm just saying in general, if we're going to compare yeah, it yeah. to to a thing that we focus on today, but you're right. Uh, like like a Marlon Brando situation. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just one of these, you know, like Clark Gable, the sort of, you know, when you see him, you think there's a movie star. Tom Hanks. There's, yeah, I think yeah. he'd be up there as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the last generation of those types, to be honest. I, I don't think a movie star is going to be around much longer because social no, media is ruined. You don't that. think Chatham Tatum Tatum isn't going to be the new the new guy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think he might be filling uh, petrol cars. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> but no, uh, there's nobody. Social media ruins that. You know, we, yeah. we were all from the day where you had to search heavily. You read the magazines to find out about movies coming. You know, we didn't have it all in your face 24-7 like we do now with social media. And I think that's taken away your movie star quality a little bit. Unless you are someone like The Rock who embraces that and yeah. and, they, and they own their Instagram and their Twitter and that, don't they? And, I mean, and he, it, he is a movie star, but he's not what I call... He was never going to be an iconic movie star to me i don't know i think i think you wait and see i think he'll be the guy that will 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 take over from like your will smiths and and people like that i think without a doubt um, I, do, I don't even put will smith in that bracket to be honest well not not anymore not anymore but he, he definitely was like no, in the a huge, he was a huge celebrity but do you know what yeah. i mean like a movie yeah. idol rather than yeah. a movie star that's what yeah. i think is gone and also in your top 10 rundown that you did of the facts Sky, you were you shook your head on one of them. Can you remember what what you were shaking your head for? Did he get something wrong? Uh, no, no, no. I agree. I was just like, uh, I agreed with it. I was just like, oh ah, man, right. Like, I, like that totally makes sense. It's not the it's not the woodworker one. Uh, that one's dope. And uh, you know, when we go to the top ten, that's cool. Um, yeah. but I forget what it was. He was talking about it's like the second from last one. I think it was Neil. What was the second from last or the third from last? Um. One? The Ford wasn't the original choice for Indiana Jones. We did that one. No, it was uh, Ford one. used to go by the name Harrison J. Ford. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Because he but, waited for him, he waited for him to die. It was yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> You're dead. I'm taking yeah. my name. That's it. <laughs> no one's he waited gonna, till he died and then dropped no, the J. <laughs> no one's gonna get confused uh, unless your ghost starts starring in films. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and the one thing with Harrison Ford is like any actor would dream to get one iconic role as we're mm. probably going to get with our top tens i think harrison ford's probably had at least three iconic uh, iconic um, Easily, yeah. roles so right let's kick off with our number tens so skype what's your number 10 favorite harrison ford film yeah so i wanted to give myself a preference this is not like his best acted movie but i love this movie and nobody watches it so i'm gonna make it my number 10 which is ender's game um hey, okay. right uh, it's a good movie. You should watch it. The books are awesome, but uh, it's he's not really that much in it. But in general, people should watch that movie more. So I enjoyed it. But Ender's Game is my number ten. Do you think I enjoyed that movie? I was gonna say, do you think that got sort of swallowed up in the whole Twilight Harry Potter sort of YA sort of exactly. Movie? Exactly what happened. Everybody was like, "I'm done with these kind of movies. I don't want to." They, you know, again, and I don't think they understood what it was i mean if this book would if the movie would have came out when the books were first doing their thing it probably would have worked better um but it had been a while and you know people just weren't as into them as as uh you know as they are but uh you know it's an awesome movie and yeah. uh yeah so. okay neil what did you go for number 10 
<coughs> excuse me. I struggled actually here. I didn't know what to put at number 10, but I finally went for Return of the Jedi. Okay. At number 10, whereas I think it's it's a still a great Star Wars movie, but it's probably it's probably the weakest performance from Ford. He looked like he wanted to give up. Well, the rumor was it. that he wanted Han Solo to die in to Empire, die in didn't it, he? So he didn't yeah. really want to come back for the for the third one. But and obviously you can see that, but he still gives some great sort of comedic comedic performance in it, and it still does a good job. I, you know, you can tell he doesn't want to be there, but he still does a great job in it. And yeah, yeah, I still got a soft spot for that movie. Okay, right. I've gone for one that um, I I'm not sure whether it got panned when it went came out, but Six Days Seven Nights. Uh, oh, there's a big. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We've had our first our first disagreement of the podcast yeah. <laughs> right on my number ten. Okay, now I will grant you it's not a great movie, but I do think that Harrison Ford is is. I just think there's something about his performance in that, especially the way that he comedic cooks. performance. Yeah, isn't and it? he and he the way he cooks that peacock, he makes it look really, really tasty. I must admit, finger licking good. Um, right, I'm gonna have to ask Skype, why did you shake your head that it almost came off your shoulders? Well, that movie, that movie, it it the only publicity was from Anne Hache, uh, because she was dating, she was married or dating Ellen at the time, and um <clears throat> that was all you heard. And I watched the movie, I think I watched it in the dollar film. And I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to go take a nap. I don't this really not, not my yeah. favorite when I see it on there and I'm like, do I want to watch this? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm probably good. Um, yeah. I will, I will admit the last time I watched this was right in the middle of lockdown. And I was like really thinking, watch and it was on TV. And I watched, so I don't know whether or not my mental state was at a place that I was accepting that it was a good movie because it was locked down and my brain was just switched to lockdown. I don't know. What Neil, what do you think of that movie then? I, I'm with Scout. It's it's boring. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, <laughs> I, I you know, I mean it was Ford trying to be comedic. It was I don't know, it was trying to be of again the Humphrey Bogart, you know, sort of era sort of movie brought forward but the chemistry between the two was null and void it was there was no chemistry between them i I, I will give you that yeah i will give you that there wasn't and that sort of film you need that chemistry straight away and there wasn't in there i think whether it was ford or whether it was Anne Hache, um who knows but yeah the director must be spanked for that. Who did direct that as a matter of fact um i don't know i, I could find yeah. out for you but after you given me that sort of coat down for it anyway <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm because i will tell you now that like i haven't got return of the jedi or temple of doom in my top 10 and now i'm feeling that i've put six days seven nights in i feel like i can't call myself a harrison ford fan if i've done that but anyway i'm gonna stick to my guns hey you stick, stick to, to your principles i will sir. okay skype what's your number nine all right. Well, you know, again, same premises before movies that I like of his that. Uh, but this one is a good example of what you were talking about earlier um, is Call of the Wild. OK, <clears throat> it just came out. Uh, he's like a he's like an old prospector. And but he looks so great for 80 years old in this movie. It's like, wow. And it's just here's the truth. It's not anything to do with his acting. That's just a cool movie. The dog hilariously, terribly created but still doesn't matter you get to see a dog and you get to assume this is how a dog lives its life and uh, i thought it was really cool but again uh it is a good example of how well that man is aged that is mm. a handsome handsome gentleman so i still haven't uh, watched that one yet it's yeah on I, Disney I, Plus, isn't I, it? I haven't seen it because it's uh, got a cgi dog isn't it yeah. the dog is yeah. cgi 
the whole movie, like the dog is gets all the scenes. So um, he's probably in about twenty minutes of the movie. Oh right. 30. Uh, but the rest of it's the dog, and it's the it's an all CGI dog, but it's on HBO HBO. So I don't know where it is for y'all. Actually, it might be on Disney Plus. It's on, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. But, okay, uh, I might give that one a go then. Um, yeah, okay. I literally just watched it yesterday. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was one of the three Harrison Ford films that you yep. watched. <laughs> uh, Neil, what's your number nine? Uh, mine is Force Awakens. Okay. The return of uh, Han Solo. <laughs> Not the greatest performance because he's in his gruff and retired years, but it's still iconic. And the death scene, I think, it brings a tear to your glass eye, doesn't it? So. It does. It does. That I again, it makes a mockery of my number ten with the fact that I haven't got Force Awakens in my top ten because I absolutely love that movie. Um, but it sort of ruined the original trilogy for me a little bit because, especially a New Hope, you see this young, virile, cocky sort of, you know, smuggler in A New Hope. And then you realise what's happening to him, going to happen to him 30 years down the line and it's heartbreaking. It mm. really is. But, um, yeah, I think he's great. My number nine is Mosquito Coast. Okay. Um, uh, it's a, it, it was a real one that sort of took him out of his comfort zone, I think, is from his blockbusters of Indiana Jones and, and Han Solo to play this scatty, um, um, was he a was teacher, he? wasn't he? No, he was a when you make things, not an impersonator. I don't know why I'm thinking inventor. Of the word imper- inventor that's, that's right. right yeah. uh, and he goes off to the jungle and tries to create a utopia for his family, mm. and it all goes wrong. Um, the River Phoenix, in River Phoenix, yeah, yeah, Helen Mirren. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a fan. I haven't seen it for a while, but it's a fantastic film. It's a great movie. I've actually forgotten about that movie, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's my number nine. So, uh, Skype, what's your number eight? Well, number eight is uh, Working Girl, which is talking about uh, commer- like uh, uh, ch- chemistry. Him and uh, I forget her name now, Melanie Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffiths, yeah, yeah. That their chemistry is awesome in that movie, and uh, it's just it's a cool movie. It's it's fun to see uh, Sigourney Weaver as a bad guy, and um, it's uh, just a fun movie. It's it's definitely inappropriate to today, but uh, it's 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 uh, it's a good movie. It is a real slice of 80s. It's like it's 80s in 90 minutes. It just, um, I've, I've got that one in my top 10. I won't say where it is, but uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Neil, what's your thoughts for well, Working Girl? Well, I had Girl? two on at number eight because oh, on, I then. really couldn't decide, but I'm going to take the other one. It was originally Working Girl, the same as you, Scout. But because you've had it, I'll put what I had on there before, Temple of Doom. Okay. Um, just a, another indie. I don't think it's his greatest indie performance. Uh, by any stretch it's probably well let's say the, the one indie film i haven't even put anywhere near the list because i don't believe it ever exists is indie four <laughs> well that's but, that was awesome really that's my, num- that's my number one i know oh, <laughs> dear me but, Dial um, bluff, let's go yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, they were gonna do all these spin-offs weren't they oh dear anyway but i'll go temple of doom i think he's great in that it's chemistry with kate capshaw by the way there you go. There's your old 1930s, 40s romantic lead. I think those two together were actually really strong. Really yeah. strong. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Right, my number eight is The Fugitive. Great movie. Yeah, I think it's... Um, I, I, I knew about the TV show, but I'd never seen the TV show, so I sort of knew roughly what the movie was going to be about. But I, I thought that it was just one of those great edge-of-the-seat 
So, and Tommy Lee Jones, who just doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit about anything apart from catching that person. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care why, what, how, who, you know, whether he's innocent or guilty, he's just got he's blinkered and that is what he's got to do. Um, so, yeah, a great cast as well in that. It's not just... It um, I think Ford. Tommy Lee Jones is the standout, isn't he? I mean, he yeah. won the Oscar for it anyway, didn't he? He so, did. But he yeah. was really good in that movie. He did. I, I, was that I, Philip Noyce, wouldn't it, did that film? Was it Philip Noyce? Um, you, it could be. I could look yeah. if you want me to. Um, well, Skype, if you want to tell us what your number seven is, and I'll have a look. All right. My number seven is, uh, again, another movie I just watched, but it is his Oscar nomination, which is Witness. Um, that movie, it, again, if you're not in the mood to just sit and watch a guy emotionally brood, then it's not the movie for you. But if you're all about that brooding life, then this is the movie for you. It's a, it's a, his facial reactions. Like they just like spent hours on his facial reactions in this movie. But uh, I thought it was cool. It was a fun. It was fun to see Danny Glover as like a bad guy. Mm. And uh, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and uh, it was it was a good movie. Like uh, it, it definitely had a. Uh, yeah, it definitely was nice and suspenseful. You weren't sure what's gonna happen. You uh, you really enjoyed the chemistry between him and the mom. Uh, it was nice. Uh, there's a lot of awkwardness in that movie too, but mm. uh, at the same time, it was like, no, nah, I see why he got a nomination for this. It's a it's a pretty good acting job on his end, and not not a terrible '80s movie. You know, it definitely has the music and the and the hairdos and all that stuff. But uh, you know, that's what happens. So, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's a it's a slow movie as well, isn't it? In places it, it can. I mean, I've I've again I've got it in my uh, top ten a little bit later, but I can always remember seeing that clip where um, he's with the Amish in the in the town, and some guys oh. are taking taking the Mickey out of them, and so he just smacks the shit out of one of them, breaks his nose, and. Uh, and they thought, ah, that's the Harrison Ford we want to see. We don't want to see yeah. more broody and looking at Kelly McGillis with no clothes on. Although, you know, I mean, that's fine. We can do that if we want to. But seeing him like breaking noses like Indiana Jones, that's what we want to see. And he always wears a hat really well as well. Mm. Harrison Ford, doesn't he? He's got that yeah. straw hat. He always, he's got the perfect head for a hat, if that makes sense. I agree. <laughs> what was it? Well, I was also thinking this is also the point where you know he was like, hey, guys. By the way, you know I'm a carpenter. You need to make sure that exactly. Please put that. Let's have a whole scene of just us building. Like it's funny because do we really need five minutes of him building a barn? Like it's and it's not like it's like in real life. Why would you let the guy that you don't even know do all the main parts of the thing? But then in the movie, it makes sense. He's showing off his skills. Exactly. He's like, Drilling stuff and hammering stuff. Like <laughs> they spent a lot of time on that barn raising scene. That dude was, you know, he was all in for that scene. So. uh yeah. Yeah. It was almost it's like a, a busman's holiday, wasn't it? He was loving the fact that he had a that one of those pouches around him. He had a big mallet in his hand and he's just <laughs> smacking the shit out of wood. That's just what he wants to do. I mean, that was just like that is his day off. See, you can see it on his face. He's like, This is great. Yeah. <laughs> and that co the co-worker, the 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 dude that likes the girl, he's just looking at him and you know it has nothing to do with his character. He's just like, Man, this guy is loving this. Yes. <laughs> that was um Alexander Goodenough, wasn't it? I think he was in Die Hard. He was, yeah. That was the guy from Die Hard, yeah. Right, okay, Neil, you're number seven. Apocalypse now. Oh nope. yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I know he's not in it very long, but he's he goes against type actually here. He's not the um gruff 
voice, you know, of reason. He's the he's quite a timid character in this one, really. But he's not, he's he not in it for for long at all, though, is he? No, he's not. But it is a, it's it's a great performance. It, actually, you forget it's Harrison Ford that it that's doing it. I think it's a wonderful performance, even though it is only what 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. And what a movie! I mean, it's what a great a movie. Yeah, it's a it's a classic that, movie. That movie's too much emotionally for me. Uh, by the time they're screaming at the dude, I, I'm already done, and I've gone to the bathroom. Like, uh, <laughs> it's and not because it's boring, but because it's just too much. Like I'm imagining I'm getting screened up by the drill instructor. Nope, no, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I've gone for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, I think his talk about chemistry is chemistry with Sean Connery. Um, is fantastic and for everything they got right in that movie i can't understand how they dropped the ball so much in kingdom of the crystal skull because they brought people back together in last crusade and salah was back and and brody was back and and it's just a fantastic you know there's a, a really good MacGuffin there of you know the holy grail it's it's a great great movie so that's my that's my number seven uh, they dropped the ball with the Crystal Skull, letting George Lucas write it first. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but I also think that Steven Spielberg, which I just had enough of George Lucas saying, well, uh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, and Steven Spielberg, just, just, let's just do it. Just, I'll just point the camera and say action mm. and cut and you just do what you want to do, George. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, right, number six. Sky, what are you going for? Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with... Uh... 
again, what I did here is anytime he was in multiple movies, I just put them all together. So, okay. um, so that's why they're not going to see a lot of Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Cause this is too many movies for me. To, it would just been the whole list of that. Yeah. So, um, but uh, Patriot Games, I liked when he was playing Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. I thought he was good. Again, this is when I was like right out of high school. So uh, I, uh, I enjoyed it uh, very much. Uh, it was good stuff. Or I was in high school. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, it was uh, in high school, maybe junior high. I don't even know anymore. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Patriots Games was a good movie. I, I love the thriller aspect of it. I liked um, him. You know, again, I think him is just a regular dude that's kind of awesome is his thing so Mm. not like no superpowers always just like handsome i'm gonna figure it out no matter what i think that jack ryan was a perfect character for him and i thought uh this movie and all the others were very well done so i liked them yeah has there ever been another character apart from say james bond where so many actors have played that same character because you've had alex baldwin yeah i suppose sherlock holmes Thanks for pissing all over my question. All right. Thank you very much, Neil. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> How can I forget Jesus? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, that was, that's probably one of the worst questions I've ever asked then. Straight away. So many people got so many answers. Um, okay. Right. Number six for you then, Neil. Witness. What's I mean, okay. we've covered it pretty much everywhere. I was just going to say about I love the scene where he um, plays Sam Cook, Wonderful World, and he dances, teaches her to dance. I just think that's a beautiful, beautiful moment in any sort of film history. Lovely, yeah. lovely. Yeah. As he destroys her faith. Good job. As, yeah. Good job, Neil. <laughs> yeah, but you know, bring him out. Bring him out. He, he just takes a, a hammer to her glass ceiling. Just yeah. <laughs> You wow. see the mortification on the dad, on the uncle, whatever his face. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't see is he also encouraged all the other Amish people to grow the moustache bit of the beards <laughs> and ruined it all for everyone. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Um, I've also gone for witness at number six as well. I think it's got one of the most tense like, endings as well, mm. where especially when he's trying to find that gun in the, in the uh, whatever it is, the... Porn? barn thing whatever it was yeah. with all the corn that's it yeah, it's all... yeah. sorry it's jesus has, has thrown me off a whack <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't ex- i wasn't expecting that i'm just now trying to think of all the actors that played jesus <laughs> willem dafoe obviously is one. Uh, and neil <laughs> neil andrew davis did the fugitive andrew Dav- okay andrew yeah. just andrew, to let you know yeah. uh okay number five then skype what's your fifth one uh, I mean, uh, this movie's awesome. Uh, Blade Runner for sure. Ooh, okay. uh, such a really good. I love the the Norway aspect of it. I love the darkness of it. Uh, I've seen every cut of this movie. Um, it's uh, the director's cut, the ultimate cut, the final cut, the cut of um, just uh, the girls. Uh, you know, all the <laughs> <laughs> all the cuts. The Which was, cut. <laughs> as a matter of interest, Scout, what's your favorite cut? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the director's cut is easily the best one, mm. <laughs> or I think it's called the ultimate director's cut. I forget. Um, yeah, but I like I, again, uh, those characters are so well defined, and I love Mianore situation. Like, you know, those little detective kind of films are cool. 
this movie is cool because even though it uh is very it's older it doesn't feel older no um, it's held up amazingly because, because of the way it looks i mean again here we go with uh wait oh i was about to say shigoni where we was in this she is not i don't know my brain <laughs> i was thinking um but uh it's it's funny i just I love that movie. It's just a, I don't think of people, I, I know everybody loves that movie, but it's like people just don't know how cool that movie is. And again, I love one of my favorite video games is like Shadowrun, which is yeah. this same world. Um, and so I love that, uh, that whole tech uh, savvy, bad things going on situation. But uh, yeah, no, mm. this movie is dope. He's a great detective. Um, I said you have him in your pictures back there. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, I like that movie. So. And the thing is, you can't call it a futuristic movie now because we've gone past 2019 when it was set, which yep. which makes you feel really old. Because I can remember watching the movie thinking, wow, 2019, I wonder if we will have floating cars and and things like that. And, well, we haven't. Come on, Elon Musk, get your finger out your ass. We need floating cars. <laughs> He's too busy getting, getting himself to space, isn't he? Yeah, the space race. I don't know. Right, Neil, what's your number five? Last Crusade. I think one of... Um one of his greatest performances nearly up there. Um, and like you said, the chemistry with him and his dad, Sean Connery, it's just so good. And there's what is it only eight years between them, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was to say that, yeah. Crazy, but yeah, what a great movie, isn't it? It's got everything. It was the last of the, to me, what some of the last of the great original action where they do most of their own stunts. I mean, I know Tom's bringing it back with the mission impossibles, but. Yeah, that was yeah, brilliant. That whole bit when the, the tank goes over the edge of the cliff. When yeah, you're looking, I think yeah, 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 yeah. Humor with movement. There you go. That's what Ooh. it is. Uh, right, I've gone. I've not done what Skate has done. I did split the Indiana Jones, uh, Indiana Jones and Star Wars movies. Uh, I've gone for Empire Strikes Back at number five. Um, one of my favorite films of all time. Um, I just think the whole "I love you, I know," all of that kind of stuff is just just classic Harrison Ford. So, um, yeah, that's my number five for that one. Number four, then, Skype, what are you going for? Well, see, uh, I'm going with The Fugitive here. Um, there are many reasons why. When I w This was like peak movie loving. Uh, he's running away, you know, the man with the no leg, all that stuff. It was dope. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is awesome in this movie to the point that he got his own sequel. So uh, that's right. Uh, that's pretty crazy. But then it's like, um oh yeah and then a fun reason another reason to do this is because i have a great story is living in san antonio means that tommy lee jones is here and i've actually i've actually gone to a movie with uh tommy lee jones now i didn't go with him like i was <laughs> there he was there we left the movie and it was done but it's uh he he definitely i he's one of those guys who's like you don't want to talk you don't want to talk to him just let him enjoy his time because i've seen him like you know politely tell people but it's like he doesn't he just wanted to go to the movies you know what i'm saying mm. And uh, but uh, uh, oh, speaking of age range, I was thinking about him and um, Tommy Lee Jones and Men in Black, where uh, where he the younger version of him is only like a year older is older than him. Right. Uh, is uh, uh, Thanos, whatever his name is. Josh Brolin. Yeah, they're like the same age. And so it's like just funny how. Wow. <laughs> so, so do you ever see Tommy Lee Jones out buying milk and stuff like that or? I've only seen him at the theater. So oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, he lives right close to a really fancy. It's a it used to be a rock rock quarry, and then it's a movie theater. So it's it's pretty cool. And wow. he lives in that fancy area. So I used to go to the movies there all the time, and so I've seen him there once. So, uh, but no, I've never seen him anywhere else. Again, 
I don't live in that fancy area, you know. Uh, I'm I'm on the not not as fancy area. So. Right, because the one thing yeah. I I I listen to Joe Rogan a lot, and he he obviously has moved to Texas, and a lot of people from like California and that have chosen places like Texas to move. Now, is it is it affected like someone like yourself that has lived there in any way or or not? I mean, I mean, honestly, it's helped me because uh, they are willing to pay crazy money for silly things, and uh, I do silly things. Oh, right. So it, it, uh, for me, it's great. They're like, oh, five hundred dollars for my kid's birthday? That's cheap, man. You're you're a bargain. Yeah. Um, and so no, that's been great. But I in San Antonio, they there's a lot of people moving. It's Austin that uh that a lot uh, of people moved, and and you definitely see it. I mean, the laws are very California thinking and things like that, and so um it it's definitely changed. Um, and it's very expensive to live in Austin, which is where I'm from. Um, and uh, so I I was just down there a few weeks ago, and it's like it's just a different place, you know. Uh, they have like a they have a uh for the longest time they had a you could camp in public places so all the homeless would like have their own they had their own city in between the the mediums of the street so wow. it's like the highway and then just a full camp out um and then another highway and it was like okay but they just they just got rid of that uh just like last week or something so they're kind of because they realized how bad it was because it was like you go to a business and there could be a dude sleeping on the sidewalk on his, in his tent and you're like, but dude, I need to go do this thing. Like for South by Southwest, which is a big music festival in Austin. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, it was very, it was very interesting because you like have all these people that spent way too much money to go to this festival, and then all these other people that just live there. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm not saying that they have uh, anything to do with how that is, but the laws have definitely changed because of it. And uh, but again, we're not going to go all into that. But uh, in general, I I am all about it. You uh, spend more money. Uh, make my life better. I'm fine. That's but, uh, it's it's it, yeah, it's different. So yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, then Neil, you're number four. Uh, New Hope, Star Wars, the introduction of Harrison Ford to me. Really, it's, the, uh, it's definitely the first thing I ever watched him in. We all wanted to be Han Solo. His cocky charm in it is wonderful. What's not to love, eh? No, I would agree with that. Uh, my number four is Working Girl. I absolutely the the soundtrack to it is fantastic. It was Carly Simon did a lot of the the, the mm. music for it. Uh, Let the river run or Let the river flow was the the song. I think won an Oscar. I think that won an Oscar. Yeah. And I think Harrison Ford is just is just as cool as hell in that movie. Um, yes. Melanie Griffith um, hoovering uh, or vacuuming uh, with her top off. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like about that? You know, um, Joan Cusack with the big 80s hair. It's just fantastic. And Alec Baldwin, again. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot you had... was in that. Yeah. Looking looking crazy handsome in that one. Yeah. yeah. Shirt off all the time. That's right. That's yeah. right. And and Kevin Spacey in there as well. In a, well a looking blinking... just like just like Kevin Spacey, I, I imagine he is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he plays a plays a sleaze in the back of the back of a limo. Yeah. So you know, uh, playing to type there. Uh okay. Uh okay, no, right. So we're getting to the nitty-gritty now. Number three, then Skype. 
Okay, so uh, easily one of my favorite bad guy performances ever. Not with him in it, but who was in it with him, uh, which is Air Force One. Okay. Uh, Gary Oldman is the best. Uh, if he's playing a bad guy in a movie, I want to watch the movie. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I mean, oh, sorry. The, the, the best bad guy he ever was was definitely Fifth Element. I mean, come on. That, uh, oh, that, I don't know. Maybe Leon or nope. the, was the professional now. Nope, don't care. <laughs> no, it's fifth, it's fifth element. I mean, come on, that crazy that, accent. That is, yeah. yeah, that is so crazy over the hair. top. So over the top. You're you're probably right. It's probably a better acted, but just in my brain, fifth element. I just there's because the funny part of it is you just never you don't know that's Gary Oldman. You know what I'm saying? Like it, mm. you watch another movie and you're like, wait, that what? Yeah, that was that was serious black. I'm just playing. Sorry. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like to pull out all those iconic roles. Yeah, and of course he's one that's played Dracula as well. There you go. He's play, yeah, but the one yeah, thing Brim. about the one thing about I know we're talking about Harrison Ford, but the one thing about Gary Oldman is he's not afraid to chew up the scenery. He'll go as over yeah. the top as is needed. You know, even in Leon the Professional, mm. he goes over the top in some scenes. You know, and I think that's what is great, and that's what the good thing about a bad guy is that you make him as colorful. And as over the top as possible, you know, ridiculous accent, boom, you know, away you go. So that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I say but, that, and I haven't got Air Force One in my top ten, but yeah, uh, it's it's okay. Air Force One, though, is an awesome movie. Uh, you know, again, uh, I'm biased because he's playing the American president, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's understandable. You're like, well, he's not playing a prime minister. Who cares? <laughs> um, I would, so- I wish he was our prime minister. <laughs> I really would. Oh my! I wouldn't care what he decided to do if it was Harrison Ford was our prime minister. Much better than Boris, that's for sure. Get off my plane. That's what he says, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. That's how Boris would do it. Uh, Neil, number three. Blade Runner, Deckard. What a performance! We've already spoke about it. Um, I don't even mind watching the original cut with the voiceover on it. You know. I went back and watched it recently. I know it's shite, but it's the way I first ever saw that. Whereas we all did probably saw that yeah. movie. I I yeah. do feel that once you've watched the the version without the, it's hard to go back to. Watch yeah, that it one. is. But you know, I rewatched it because that wonderful collection that they did of it. Yeah, what a perfect movie, isn't it? It's the, a great movie. The director's cut, the like you said, the ultimate director's cut is just the perfect movie, nearly. It's so great that I had that as my number three as well. So I think oh, we've, yeah. I think we've said How all we sweet. need to say for that. <laughs> and it, it was nice that they went back. Mm. I didn't put it in my top ten because Harrison Ford wasn't really the. I mean, he was there, but he wasn't the principal, is he? In the sequel, well, really? in twenty forty nine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's good at what he does. But, but it's great to see him. It's great yeah. to see him just reprise these roles. I think it just yeah. it fills out the character more. Absolutely. Um, right then, Skype. No number two. All right. Well, uh, it's Indiana Jones, of course. Um, and I mean, here's the truth. Uh, y'all have them low, but uh, Last Crusade is really my favorite Indiana Jones, mainly because of Sean Connery. I just love the, uh, you know, I, my, da- my dad was never around. I, he, he's there, but he was never around. And I just imagine that my dad was Sean Connery um, in this situation. And so I think that's probably, if there was a dad, dad movie in like the 90s to 2000s, I was all about it uh that's something i wanted and uh but uh you know i I get what you get and so uh but i uh last crusade's awesome i love when they do the little flashbacks of young indie um i like uh i again uh this is probably my 
introduction to like i probably had to go back and watch the other ones right um and so at this point but uh yeah uh the probably was my introduction it was probably the second one i watched but this one i is probably one of my favorites again uh you know and you got the thing where they drink the drink out of the 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 thing the yeah, 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 yeah. and it goes terribly wrong and yes. and uh yeah no that's uh i that's yeah so i'm gonna go with all indiana jones's uh part uh as my number two okay that's cool uh neil what's your number two Empire Strikes Back. Okay. It's uh, where Han Solo suddenly gets his acting chops and uh, we see a different side to him. Um, what's not to love? And it's, the to me, the best Star Wars movie still. It's just got everything, hasn't it? It's got layers. Layers? There's only <laughs> yeah. one layer. There's only Princess Leia. There's yeah. not loads of layers. <laughs> hey. ding, ding. Thank you very much. Uh, I've gone Star Wars A New Hope for uh, number two. Um, it's iconic. You've, I think, you know, you've said all I think we can say about Star Wars. Uh, right. So, Skype, if you want to just give us your rundown from 10 to 2. Oh, we're going to be in trouble here. Ender's Game, Call um, Call the Wild, Working Girl, Witness, Patriot Games, uh, Blade Runner, The Fugitive, Air Force One, and Indiana Jones movies. Okay. And Neil, you're, t- you're 10 to 2? Uh, so 10 Return of the Jedi, 9 Force Awakens, number 8 Temple of Doom, number 7 Apocalypse Now, number 6 Witness, number 5 Last Crusade, number 4 New Hope, number 3 Blade Runner, and number 2 Empire. Okay, and I've gone number 10 Six Days, Seven Nights, <laughs> number 9 Mosquito Coast, number 8 The Fugitive, uh, 7 Last Crusade, 6 Witness. Five, Empire Strikes Back, four, Working Girl, three, Blade Runner, and two, A New Hope. Now, what we did do for the first episode was the two of us would guess what everyone's number one is, but I think they're pretty self-explanatory. I think, uh, Sky, yours is your number one. Uh, my number one? Oh, I can't think of anything funny right now. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> so close! So, oh, it's... Dang, I can't even think of it. No, Anchorman don't have it <laughs> oh yeah that anchorman 2 is one of them um see i'm trying to get there now quickly quickly uh, go, go, expendables go, go. three <laughs> no no though though him in the um him in the uh the thing with the him in the uh the picture the actual photo of the expendables three looks hilarious looks like they just copped it out of like um <laughs> Anyways, it is Star Wars. Yeah, of course it is. I was, I was trying to make a, a funny bit and I had nothing. Could be random hearts or cowboys and aliens could have been. No, it's it's even better than that. I just can't think of it. I'm going to get there. The joke will be after everything. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So obviously, Neil, yours and ours is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. The yeah. perfect, perfect action hero that to me... The Raiders of the Last Art is pretty much it, well. No, it is. It's a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. There's nothing. Yeah, oh, I, I cannot. Yeah. What What would you say would make it not a perfect movie? He Skype. doesn't. He, he's not. He does. He's not needed for the plot. Yeah. If you go but, down that conspiracy theory, he's not needed for the plot. But he's still there. Yeah, he's great, but it, they could have just anybody. Anybody could have been there, and they still would have ended up the same way. They would have still ended up blowing themselves up. So it's like they didn't need them. Yeah, you're right. Six days, seven nights is my number one. I'm having that. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm having that instead. <laughs> but uh, but if you go for his performance, it's a proper yeah, action amazing. hero, amazing. isn't it? You know those wonderful. Um, I don't know. I'm making up as I go along. Yeah, lines and the way he delivers them is just superb. And the fact of the stunt work in it that Vic Armstrong looks so much like him in the film. Yeah, it's just yeah. awesome, isn't it? And the fact that any character that you can recognise just by a silhouette. Mm. makes him special and you, he comes comes into Marion's um bar and just you just see a silhouette mm. on the wall and it's just well, think like, about the so opening iconic. the opening of it when he's you know with Alfred Molina in there. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he was a bit of a you know oh Christ he's a he's a mean bastard isn't he? But, but he is a mean bastard he'll kill mm. people you don't give a shit. You don't give a shit if he's no. you know he's got the the guy with the big sword that's being all and obviously that was changed because they originally filmed a a whip yeah. and a sword fight but he Harrison Ford got the shits and couldn't do it, so he just decided to shoot But one of the greatest moments in action movie history, I think. Yeah. Uh, just done by accident. So here we go. The punchline to the joke. Here we go, Skype. What is it? Risco Kid. Hey! hey! <laughs> Everybody's favorite Western about a rabbi. There you yeah. go. That's uh, that's Skype's number one Harrison Ford movie, The Frisco Kid. Kids, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was one of his best comedic performances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking Sabrina. You remember he did Sabrina? <laughs> oh, yeah. with um, Julia Ormond. Remember that? That was, that was, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, we had a couple of uh, people that messaged in just to give us their um, uh, honourable mentions. Barrett said, Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. No one can take his place. Uh, they are my top four. Harrison Ford movies for me. Oh, so even, yeah, including Crystal Skull for some reason. So uh, <laughs> um, I'm assuming that Barrett typed that one because they wouldn't be allowed pointy things wherever he lives, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Let's swing with the monkeys. Yes, Let's swing um, with the monkeys. Uh, Lisa said, has to be Air Force One at number one for me. Harrison Ford has never been better. Uh, so there you go. Right. Um, the flows for you, Skype. You want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, what it is, it's a, it's a live stream podcast that we do, um, and we do it every single Thursday, and what we do is we have a guest on, doesn't matter what they do, who they are, but we ask them, hey, what's the best thing, what's something we could do for a better year, because since 2020 was uh, the worst year ever, um, and uh, so we ask, hey, what can we do for a better year, and then we talk about that, we talk about their amazing things, and at the end of it, um, me and my co-host turn it into a rap song, um, he's a beatboxer, and I'm a rapper, and so that's what we do, and it's a comedic con po co podcast, concast. Um, <laughs> hey. we, do, we do we do a quiz where I always lose. Um, I've never we've done uh, 85 episodes, and I've never won a quiz. Um, and uh, but yeah, so it, it's really fun, and then we've branched out to other things like Flows View Party, which is a birthday party service that we do slash uh, festivals that I go to and perform at. But yeah, uh, Flows View pretty much is all encompasses hanging out with me for an hour and me rapping, which is how it is normally if you lived with me. It's my life. <laughs> yeah. My kids are just like, where's the rap, son? Where's the rap, dad? <laughs> Do you find yourself like just talking to yourself during the day, just but like rapping? Sure, yeah. That's yeah. just how you do it. Yeah, how you the... keep, keep it in. Uh, yeah, no, I always tell people, they're like, how do you get so good at this? Because uh, it's all freestyle, right? It's all just making up stuff on the... And I'm like, because I rap every day for an hour every single day it's just something that i do i've done for we're not gonna say how old i am but i'm very old um and uh i've been rapping for so long it's just kind of been one of those i'm just good at it and uh but yeah no i rap in my head i said i always make a joke that uh uh do you know what chipotle is yeah uh, yeah yeah 
is that uh, at Chipotle, there's a 50% chance that I will get a free burrito uh, every time uh, (laughs) because I will I will ask the person how they're doing and then I'll rap about what they're doing. And so they'll be I'll be rapping about their burrito and then just look at me because, again, everybody can't see me. But if you see me, you don't you don't look. Oh, hey, that guy's a rapper. You go, oh. Hey, that guy's a lumberjack. You know. Well, what we'll do is we'll we'll put a link to your podcast in our show notes, so uh, so people can. Uh, and so, when you say it's live streamed, is it up on like YouTube or Twitch and yeah, stuff like that? It's on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Um, and we do that every uh, eight PM Central, so that's like three in the morning for y'all. Um, and so uh, I know because we've had my producer in Germany on the show, and he's been like half awake and he's holding his baby and. It's like, why are you even on the show, dude? And he's like, because I love you. Yeah, oh, bless. Oh, we love and, that. And he had an album release, so he was just trying to get more people to pay attention to it. All right. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's uh, fun. Thanks so much, Skype, for uh, for joining us. It's been a real pleasure to chat to you. Uh, hopefully, this won't be the, the, the last time. We'll have you on for uh, the top 10 Mark Hamill movies or top 10 rappers. You'll have to tell us who a few of them are because rap's not the, the sort of like top of my game. So I need to start doing a bit of... Um, a research. bit of research, a bit of yeah. research for that, definitely. Uh, but we will put the uh, the link to the podcast and everything on the show notes. So uh, any listeners, if they want to uh, check you out, then they can. Of course. Awesome. Uh, Neil, do you want to let everybody know how they can get in touch with us? Of course. You can find us on all the social media at Top10Pods. That's T-O-P-T-E-N pods. You can email us too at top10pods at hotmail.com. That's all lowercase. Or come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top10pods, where you can get rewards such as our episodes super early, bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes videos, and even a chance to be a guest on your own podcast. Check out all of our links via Linktree. You can find the link in the show notes. And please do come and subscribe and leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe and follow on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Wonderful. Uh, Thank you ever so much, Skype, once again. Uh, Please have a wonderful day. Uh, Go and look after your little baby again. (laughs) <laughs> Go and have some more milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, pal. Thank you very much, everyone. And let's go start the countdown. Ten. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.